The Ryan and Rush Show is brought to you by Vision Homes. If you're looking to build a home in North Central West Virginia, visit askvisionhomes.com. Vision Homes, building you a house you're proud to call home. And don't forget to subscribe to The Ryan and Rush Show, but don't take our word for it. Take Coach Nealon's. Hi, this is Coach Don Nealon, and you're watching The Ryan and Rush Show. Please subscribe. And we welcome you into another edition of the Ryan and Russ Show, your source for West Virginia sports. After a tumultuous couple of games, West Virginia turn, returns home Saturday at the Coliseum in Morgantown against the Baylor Bears, number 12 in the nation. With those Baylor Bears returns former West Virginia uh, player and West Virginian himself from Fairmont, West Virginia, Jalen Bridges. Uh, we'll get to Jalen here in a second, but this Baylor team as a whole after starting 3-3, three and three, in the Big 12 Conference play, they've won four out of their last five. It fa- feels like, Ryan, that they've really finally found their identity, shifting from trying to kind of be this tough Baylor team to more of a finesse Baylor team. And I think that's why they were kind of streaky in the beginning of Big 12 play, right? They won their first three mm-hmm. and then lost three more in a row after that and then kind of went on their win streak with with a loss in there. Coming off the recent win against Oklahoma, Ryan, what can you tell us about this Baylor team and how they've kind of shifted their identity? Yeah, so Rush, um, when you think of Baylor over, well, it, it, the evolution of, of Baylor from the Scott Drew era in the Big 12 is actually pretty fascinating because he took over the, the absolute dumpster fire where they had one of their own players sh- killing another player, um, and, and they barely had enough scholarship players 20 years ago, and he's really built it up. They used to be just this zone team that had a bunch of Long, lengthy dudes. They kind of were soft. And then around 2016, they they had, they had petered out in the tournament, second round, Sweet 16 sometimes. They never could get over the hump. And then they started really attacking the transfer portal, kind of before the portal became the portal. And they would go after mid-major or low-major guards, and they would sit out a year and they would develop them. This year, I mean, they're a national championship team, and they probably could have won back-to-back, you could argue, if the season wasn't cut short by COVID with that group of Davion Mitchell, Jared Butler, and uh, Teague. And then, obviously, they had Mark Vidal. This team is, is similar at the guard position. They're not as good as those NBA guys, but they're still really good. They got Jacoby Walter, Ray J. Dennis, Langston Love. Those are going to be the high-volume guys at the guard, Jaden Nunn, at the, at the guard position where they run all their stuff through. And and it's kind of, it's been really interesting just watching Scott Drew change the way he attacks the big 12 over the years. Uh, LJ Cryer over at, uh, at Houston, that was one of his guards with Flagler. They just keep reloading. I call them guard you because they keep reloading these guards. And then obviously they have gone more small ball over the last couple of years from a Mark vital at the four to our, our former guy, Jalen Bridges, who's now their four man. And he really has given them another element in terms of spacing and just the way that they attack teams offensively. And um, yeah, I mean, that, that's Baylor in a nutshell. They got really good guards and it's no different this year. And Scott Drew at right there with Bill Self and, and Kelvin Sampson, top three coaches in the league year in and year out. And that's why they're all going to be in the Hall of Fame if they haven't already been. When you talk about kind of a mid-season identity shift, right? figuring out what, what you're good at versus what you thought you were good at coming into this season. What, what is that process like when, when Scott Drew's like, 
mid Big 12 season, hey, this is this is not working out for us. Kind of back to the drawing board sort of thing. Can you talk about the process of what's that like inside the locker room, kind of reshifting and, and also doing it on the fly? It's not like you have this whole off season to be like, oh, just got to start from scratch. It's like, hey, we just got beat badly here, and we got a game again in a couple of days. We we need to we need to fix what we're doing here. Yeah, and they they went through a tough stretch where they lost, and this everybody does this in the Big Twelve. We're going through right now. K State they lost in overtime, then they lost to Texas at the buzzer, and then they lost to TCU in triple overtime. So they lost three games by a combined eight points, and kind of everybody was riding off Baylor. Um, but they, you know what they did? They they weren't playing well defensively to start Big Twelve play. So Scott Drew went went more zone recently, and it's not the same zone as it was in the past, but it's more mixing and matching, uh, throw it out there to change the pace of the game. And in result, they've won four out of five, and their only loss is at the fog by three points in a game where they were right there to win. And so this is going to be a really, really hard task. And I think the main reason he made the change is we every Mountaineer fans know Jalen Bridges. Jalen Bridges is not the toughest guy in the world. He is more a skill guy and playing the four instead of what they had with Mark Vidal before that. They were they they were getting exposed defensively, especially on the glass. So I think that's one of the main reasons they've gone to more zone, just to patch it together defensively. That was why they did not get to the second weekend last year. They were out the top 100 defensively. And then this year, they're outside the top 50, but I think what, on Kempon, they're 66 and adjusted defense. They a couple weeks ago were like ninety, so they that sixty six is getting better and trending in the right direction. But back to back years, they're in the top five offensively, even better than their national championship team. Their national championship team was just an elite defensive team that was really good offensively as well. So I think the key to beating this Baylor team, we would both agree, or pretty mm-hmm. much everyone would agree, would be toughness. Right? It, it is coming at them uh, yeah. because we've seen other teams do that to them and they've either struggled or, or lost those games, you know, especially earlier in the season. And they've done, we've already talked about it a good job adjusting there. And we shift over to kind of the West Virginia side of things. Obviously it's been, well, it's been a tough stretch here uh, basically since the Cincinnati game. Um, one where, you know, pride's being questioned. Toughness is being questioned. Has this team given up? I know a lot of these players on our team are transfer portal players and didn't necessarily play with Jalen Bridges or, you know, really, have gotten found their place in this West Virginia culture. But I'll tell you what, Ryan, if there's a time to, to come alive, to play for pride, maybe Jalen Bridges last time in Morgantown. I think he has one more year after this. I know the COVID year tends to confuse a lot of people, but uh, you know, it could be his last time here in Morgantown, obviously suiting up for Baylor. If this isn't a let's get after it pride game, take these guys out. Hey, maybe we're not, you know, March Madness bound, but let's knock off the number 12 team in the country. This is, this is a time where you got to dig into whatever reserves, whatever you have in the tank and go out and get it and show that you're tougher because this Baylor team is beatable, especially in Morgantown. Uh, we've seen it on the football side of it. The Baylor football team has never won here, but even, even the Baylor basketball team, it has always been a close game when they've been here, whether we've won or lost. And obviously we all remember speaking of the COVID year, you brought that up earlier, that, that Deuce McBride, Oscar Toshiba victory that we felt like we were about to propel um, into yeah. the NCAA tournament. Obviously, I know you said Baylor could have gone back to back there. You know, maybe that would have been our year for, for at least another Final Four. So how, how does West Virginia really dig into 
we we got to we got to get tough again. We got to at least find it in us. We're playing a former player here. Not only a former player that used to play West Virginia. I mean, I know that it was kind of like Oscar Tshiebwe left in the middle of the night, went to Kentucky, right? This is a little different. I mean, Jalen Bridges is from Fairmont. Like yep. this he he's he's born and bred West Virginian. How, how you you got to beat this team, especially him. Yeah, and to add to it, he they they swept us last year and he was very vocal on social media what after they swept us. I, I would hope that a couple of the guys that stayed around and the staff took note of that. I mean, it pissed me off. I'll be I'll be honest. It pissed me off seeing him uh, uh, on a story or whatever it was, tweet. I, I forget what it was, having Country Roads blast as he's leaving the Coliseum. I mean, it pissed me off. It, I mean, they, he's from he's from Fairmont. He's from Marion County. He played in the blue and gold. And he he left for another opportunity, and he he's got that right. That's that's his decision. Um, whether we agree with it, anybody else agrees with it or disagrees with it, he made a decision for himself, and he's playing well. He's playing well at Baylor. He's the talent's never been the issue. So um, he's averaging twelve and six. He's going to have a chance to make some money. Um, whether I I I I'd, I'd be lying to you if I knew if he had another year because I I can't remember if he came in the COVID year. Or I think he was at the start of the COVID year, but I don't know. Maybe I'll find out after the show. That I, I'm still, I, I'm the COVID year is still a a crazy uh, situation. But the bottom line is he's going to play professionally, whether at whatever league it is overseas, or um, maybe he gets a crack at, as a tweener in the league one day. So um, he's obviously had a really good career. It started with us. Now he's at Baylor. But this is a game where you want to punch him in the mouth. I mean, let's, let's let's call a spade a spade. We, we you can be friendly with Jalen Bridges all you want after the game, but in between the lines for forty minutes, you want to kill him. You you want to kill him, and uh, he's a great guy to have coming to the Coliseum to hopefully right the ship down the stretch. Um, but it can't be it can't be just about Jalen Bridges because there's a lot of other really good players that are are in that backcourt. Well, of course, it is you, you, you know, you can't just focus in on one guy. It's it's a team thing. But if yeah. you're looking for any pride factor or motivation at all, it's there. It's right in front of you. You don't have to look too far. So I think this is definitely that game of has this team fully given up or, you know, is there another yeah. one or two in them? Because, I, I mean, we, we know the fate of Josh, unfortunately, but it'd be nice to at least get to 10 wins, double digit wins for, for his first time being the head coach somewhere. So uh, another little interesting tidbit from this game is this is uh, after this game last year, I think we lost by around four. There might've been a couple fouls at the end. It was that game. We kept getting back in, but then could never, you know, close it off. Uh, so the game after this with Larry Harrison was fired. So yeah. um, another, another interesting tidbit there. Let me, let me ask you this before we, we talk, go back to this matchup though, Ryan is, I, I think West Virginia, West Virginia faithful, Mountaineer Nation does a really good job of, hey, once a Mountaineer, always a Mountaineer, right? You know, and, and we we're in the NIL transfer portal, so that maybe changes things a little bit. I think you and me both agree whether we like NIL, whether we like transfer portal, that's one thing. But you, you got to do what's best for you and your family, and and, and make yeah. your money, what whatever you have to do. Uh, to a for a certain extent, there's no, you know we can only talk so much. You got to handle your business, right? But in a Jalen Bridges situation in a, and his might be the unique one, right? Being from here, but Oscar to like some of these guys that played here, you know, put in some solid time. 
and then go somewhere else. How do you feel about that? Once a mountaineer, always a mountaineer thing. Does it have its limitations or is it like, you know what? We're going to be a little tough on Jalen Bridges right now, but you know, in five years, you know, it'd be water under the bridge. He'll be all right. What, honestly, what is your opinion on it? It's a great question. Um, Cause it's a tough one, isn't it? Like, I think this I is mean, the Oscar, question that goes Oscar around. Sheboy, absolutely not. So I, I you, agree you, with you that. Quit, you quit on a potential final four team in the middle of the year. That's a good go point. Bag over Kentucky, whatever it is. Um, Bridges is hard, man. I I, I don't yeah, really think it applies. I, I know a lot of people will disagree with me um, in the community, whether it's in Fairmont, but I don't consider him once a Mountaineer, always a Mountaineer. He started every game the year he left, and he 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 started the four position every single game. He was going to be the man the next year. He was going to be our one or two option, and he left to go to another team in the league. So, I mean. Do I really just say, oh, once a mountaineer, always a mountaineer? He has every right to do that. That's He made a decision for him and his family. He has every right, but I also have the right, and everybody else has the right to be pissed off at to it. To deal with the consequences. Not just yeah. bend over and, and and kiss his ass. I mean, that, that's, that, that's, a, that's the bottom line. So, um, no, I really don't consider this a once a mountaineer, always a mountaineer situation. I think it's fair. It's, and I, 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 it sucks because he probably would have been one of the greatest – Mountaineers in terms of being loved by the fan base because he's from here, but mm-hmm. he made a decision. I mean, maybe he, he maybe he needed to get out of Morgantown. Maybe he needed to get away from where he grew up. I, that's his right, like we talked about. But from our standpoint, yeah, I mean, I'd be lying to you if I still wasn't pissed off that he got up and left and went to a school in league. I mean, who is it? I I I, yeah. I question anybody that's not in their allegiance to the Mountaineer. Uh, faithful if you're not pissed off at the situation and i think too it it, it definitely amplifies with you being in that locker room and yeah. you, it's essentially being colleagues with him at, at one point it's you know the night you know twists the knife a little bit it, it's it's a tough it's a tough call and i think what's frustrating too is that last season that you were there the one where man, we lost like eight, one possession games where just nothing was, was working yeah. out and we just saw his potential and then he would just disappear. And then he comes alive at Baylor and it's yeah, like, I, well, you could have done this here and been just as successful, if not more successful. It will. And I also, I, I think we get caught up in, we're, we're going to expand our game. They're using him the exact same way we use him. <laughs> he, he, he's a catch and shoot off of really good guards around him. He's really he's got a really high basketball IQ. He's great with back cuts. He's smart defensively. He's the exact same player, but he's doing what he did well here at a higher level. Just like Oscar when he left. He didn't start shooting jump shots when he went to Kentucky. He just started rebounding and running at an even higher level. And I think that's where guys get told in, in the recruiting process, the tampering process, whatever process you want to talk about. Um we're going to expand your game. We're going to put you in ball screens. You're going to handle the ball. Yeah, he handles the ball a little bit, but not the exact same as when when, when he played for Hugs. So that's where I just I just roll my eyes at, at some of the people that are in some of these kids' ears. Um, but hey, he's having a good he's having a good career, I guess. Sure. In in hindsight, I mean, he he got out at the right time in, in a way. I mean, unfortunately, with the the stuff that's happened over the last year. Um, able to go down there to Waco where they got a chance to go to the final four once again there. They they got a really good offensive team. So but we can get them on Saturday. And that's yeah. and, and we'll talk about how we get them. I'm I'm absolutely happy getting that last laugh. And it's it's definitely one of those situations yeah. of 
no one's right or wrong. It's just both sides are just kind of pissed at one another yeah. for, for the decisions both sides made. But anyway, uh, we move on and we'll get to the keys of victory here in one second. But we need to remind you the Ryan and Rush show is also brought to you by 1111 Media. If you run a small business and want to get more customers, talk to the local marketing experts at 1111 Media. Visit 11-11.media. That's 11-11.media to learn more and get a free strategy session for your business. 1111 Media, helping small businesses get more customers. And we thank 1111 Media for this beautiful, as you see at the bottom of the screen for our YouTube audience, that's youtube.com slash at Ryan and Rush Show, the ryanandrush.com. And feel free to check out that website if you have a second. Uh, there's that nice donation tab at the top. Of course, we appreciate uh, you coming on, supporting the show. Thumbs up, ring in that bell. You know all that good stuff. Don't forget to let your friends know about the Ryan and Ryan and Russia, your source for West Virginia sports. But Ryan, we'll get to the famous part of these previews where you give us the keys to victory to beat these Baylor bears, have that last laugh and Hey, get play the spoiler, get, get a solid win here for Josh Eilert. Yeah. Yep. And that's, that's what we need to do. Uh, contain the bounce is going to be number one. Whenever you, Baylor, they love that weave. They, they love getting their guards downhill on those ball screens. They're good. They are as good a tan or trio of guards as we'll play all year, even better than Houston. So offensively talented, love Dennis, uh, Walter, none got to contain the basketball. And, and that gets into the next one. If you can't, then they're going to, they're going to spray it. They're, they're going to make three after three, after three, there's, they're shooting. What, uh, it feels like over 40% over the last couple games from three. And if you leave them open, it's going in. So, um, contain the bounce, contain the bounce, get them off the three point line. And then the last one is, man, it, it's a, a pride game. And we keep talking about it. And this one's at home and this one's got a former player coming in and he mocked, he mocked, he mocked us last year after the game. He mocked us both times. I think he tweeted the, the broom or whatever. Um, and, and they did sweep us. So, but it's time to return the favor and kick his ass on Saturday night and, and send him home sat on, on the bus and, and, and on the plane ride back from wherever they fly in Clarksburg, I think um, back, back to Waco. It's time, time to shut him up. And, um, and, and we could sing country roads on Saturday. So hit him in the mouth. Let's get a good start. Um, tired of falling behind what? 10, 12 points, uh, bring the energy early and uh, contain the bounce, get him off three point line and set the tone. Let's go. As always, Ryan, you deliver on your keys to victory. I could not agree more. And hey, it's might as well at least finish the season strong. At least give us a little something to smile about or at least be content about uh, when we look back at this season. But anyway, this concludes another edition of the Ryan and Rush Show. Don't forget to follow us uh, at Ryan and Rush on Twitter, Instagram, uh, wherever you get your social media and we will be back here next week covering this a lot of other storylines coming out in the big 12 with west virginia football as well looking forward to covering those with you of course let's go mountaineers beat baylor and we'll see you all soon let's go mountaineers have a good weekend everybody